Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Tuesday, April 4th in the year 2023. It's an hour early today for bended knee. There is a conflict today I have at 1 p.m. in an interview I'm doing with Mike Adams that we've been trying to schedule for about three months and um, just got it scheduled. And the only slot he had was 1 p.m. So I took it and he may be on, he'll be on the show either tonight or in the next couple of nights. We'll see. But it's an important interview to have that I want to make sure I get. Before we begin, Patriots, make sure you're doing all you can to keep a strong defense plan in your home. And that means keeping your skills up and teaching good safety if, with your handguns. To do that, and the best way to do that, is iTarget Pro. If there was ever a story that best encapsulated how bad crime has become, it's the one about Starbucks providing baristas with active shooter training because our cities aren't safe anymore. And while the Supreme Court has made it easier for you to conceal carry for protection, it's your responsibility to be properly trained. That's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including .223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. This is the smartest investment in your ability to safely and effectively handle your firearm. Plus, it will pay for itself in one day. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you want to have. Check it out, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, the most popular promo code on the web, I think. If it's not, by the time we get through talking about it, it will be. I promise you that. Patriots, we are yet in another day of this insanity of awakening as people start to realize what's about ready to happen to all of their freedoms. And that awakening is centered on this new Fed now process. Now, you will note that nobody in the political realm is talking about it. You will notice that President Trump isn't saying anything about it. No one is mentioning one of the most significant changes in our lives that is starting to roll out. Now, it's not happening immediately, but this is exactly how they do things. They create a distraction. In this case, the distraction is President Trump. All players get on board and are part of it. This is always the same thing, both ends to the middle. And that's why we call, I repeatedly call this the Luciferian pendulum. They are now starting to step this in. As we get closer, you're going to hear voices that are non-political. They're going to start telling you how great it is and all the great opportunities for easy payment. They're going to talk to you about the ability to have instant cash in your, in your account, any account, bank account, wherever. They're going to talk about the great opportunity where everyone's going to be on the same pay system and what that's going to mean and the ease of transferring money and the ease of simplicity in this new age of digital currency. What they're not going to talk to you about is the behind-the-scenes piece of the fact that the CBDC and the FedNow system are all tied to blockchain. And that means that every single one of your transactions that they want to have you in using their system will be tagged and tracked forever. 
It means that they have the ability to program any of your transactions. And that doesn't just limit it to your this stupid digital currency called CBDC. This means that if you're using anything tied to their system, like if you're if you sign up through your bank for FedNow, they're going to force you into using that funnel, which is the funnel of the FedNow, which means all transactions are going to be channeled through the Federal Reserve. Understand this. To me, this is the plan. This is what they've been shaping the entire world for to prepare them for this new era that they want to introduce, which is the fourth industrial revolution. And this is exactly what they knew that the people would not accept well. That's a fact. And we are here. We hate it. It's gonna, it will destroy in a single blow. People will willfully destroy their constitutional rights and they'll never get them back. This is a time now to really be looking at some very fundamental issues of how to prepare and the things that you need to do to prepare. These include things like you need to have, as we have said all along, ideally a minimum of three months food on, on hand. That's where we have the emergency food supplies versus your stocks. Hopefully you have a year to year and a half of food stocked up in various forms. You need to have a garden. You need to be looking at local sourcing for your basic products. You need to have paid down, hopefully, most of your debt. This is last-minute stuff. Now, if we haven't, if you're in a case where you're in panic, take a breath, because there's not much, there's not anything you can really do in to prepare yourself to the level of people that have been preparing for years. But you're going to have to find one very, very important relationship in everything we do, and it's going to be a relationship to Mammon. Seriously, where how you see yourself in, in relationship to your money, the material wealth, or the entire entity of your possessions. Who owns it, who provides it, and who takes care of you? And ultimately, that one and singular relationship is going to have to be discovered, if you don't already know it, to be Father God. We are in a place right now where we are being put through a trial of an unprecedented nature to really ask who is our provider, who is our supplier, and that provider is God. Not us, not the institutions of men, not the corrupt and Luciferian temple of Babylon, but it's God. And the problem is we become so accustomed to the convenience of Amazon and the, and the cheapness of Walmart and the ease of going to a supermarket owned by Kroger or Costco, all of these things, we haven't been paying attention to taking care of ourselves, supporting local business, family-owned businesses, individual businesses that are not part of this corporate architecture. And so now it's time that we have to make some hard decisions. We are now at the valley of decision as a nation. And in the coming months, this noose that's been put around our neck for those that are going to step into that arena, it will get tighter and tighter until the only way you can breathe is if you comply on your knees and kiss their virtual butt to do exactly as they say. If that's your destiny, then pucker up because you're going to be kissing a lot of butt from the Fed. If it's not, then buckle up again and get ready to stand and defy. It's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you today humbled. We're blessed to continue to be assembled in this 
virtual space that you've given us this corner on the web to walk peacefully, to assemble peacefully, and to open our hearts and our minds to the greater love and depth in you. Father, this is a time right now that we are being put truly, truly through a trial, a trial of choice, a trial of deciding whom we shall serve, and to realize that if we are truly going to lean into you, we have to trust in you to provide and to guide. Father, we pray today for the hearts that doubt. We pray today for the hearts that are in chaos, the hearts that are torn between one system and another. We pray for those that are trying to walk the middle and think that they can keep one foot in and one foot out. And so, Father, this prayer begins today for those to have a clarity of heart, to put their eyes on you and to trust in you, not to have anxiety, not to have fear, not to have anger, hatred, vengeance of the heart, but rather to focus clearly on whom they shall serve, to serve you and only you, Father. And in so doing, be willing to understand that everything in this world we won't take with us. Everything in this world has been provided by you. And in this time of trial and shaking, we need to have our proper orientation in everything in our lives oriented to why we have each and everything, why it was provided to us by you, and an understanding that as you giveth, you can taketh away, but that in this process, you will always take care of us. Father, this is not an easy time. It is not an easy time at all for us to walk, a difficult time in which we walk in a trench that's literally being besieged from all sides. We have walked ourselves into a very deep trap, a system that itself has become so empty in its worship that the only thing it finds of value to a large degree in this culture these days is the self, the me, and the dollar. A sad statement to a country that was blessed with you on the throne above us. A sad statement of a country that was truly the first experiment in self-governance. A true statement to your trust that we could build something greater in the true sense of kingdom. A sick statement to what we have done to our value in children and family. A sick statement to how we see each other not as one body, but as divisible by color, by gender, and even worse, to think that we can choose the gender and have parents encourage that choice in their children. A weakness in spirit and soul in so many parents that are being persuaded by a corrupt medical institution to have their children permanently dissected and mutilated, they will never change, never be able to change. Father, this is a time when this entire nation is spiraling to the bottom as the one institution of worship, the one temple above all temples that churches, politicians, lawyers, and teachers, and common citizen alike worship more than they worship you. They will bend down and go to wars over things, over this one item, which is the dollar. And as we enter this era where this dollar is collapsing and falling, we are entering into a shaking unlike anything we have ever seen. Father, this is a time when that temple, the temple of Babylon, the one pinnacle of worship, is rapidly working to pivot itself to take and seize deeper control over people's lives, 
to enslave them in a way that's unimaginable in previous years, that the only way to survive for those that choose to follow it will be to comply completely to its laws, its rules, its obedience, to bow down at every turn to maintain the, the, trivet, the trivial driplets of money that it will dole out, truly turning people into the ch- chattel and sacrificial, sacrificial slaves to allow Lucifer himself to mock the world and mock your creation. So, Father, we pray now for this mighty army that stands strong. We pray for this army to hold the line. We pray for this army to start being able to understand that our walk truly in every aspect of what we do is purpose-driven by the sacrifice of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. That there is a singular purpose here to occupy and to expand, that our mission does not change. Our mission has always been that to occupy this land, expand, and ultimately subdue this enemy. Father, we pray for the strength in this army, a strength that will only grow deeper and a strength that will be empowered even more by the beautiful scriptures that were given to us in Luke 10, 19. Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. And John 14, 12. Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I am going to the Father. Let us seek that true nourishment of of you, Father, this nourishment of, of spirit and the spiritual nourishment that comes from fast and comes from our prayer. Let us seek the true sense of who we are, not as products of, of some derived Darwinian notion that we came from goop in the middle of a, of a mud bath at the bottom of a lake, crawled out on our feet as fish with legs and somehow flew to trees and became human beings or some ridiculous notion like that, but instead valued the power of the scriptures, the power of the truth of origin of who we are, that we derive from Adam and Eve, that we derive the greatness of creations of you, that we are made in your image, that we are the sons and daughters of you, Father that as sons of the Most High, we are kings of this world. Let us understand that depth of of meaning. Let us appreciate that we are the stewards of this mighty land, that we are the place here that we truly were intended to rule over this earth. And so as we turn and we pray to you to fix all things, let us be rebuked. Let us be reminded that we are, it is through us that all things are solved, but we are the plan. We are the solution and the cure to this evil, but we need the courage to be able to stand in these dark hours. And to do so, we have to have the strength in our faith in you to understand that through you, all things are possible. Father, in this hour, many will be shaken and many will walk away. Many will choose not to follow, but will try to convince themselves that they still are as they take the handouts and the bribes of the new drug dealer that's on the street, known as the Fed. It's offering people an easy way to make payments and a perfect way to secure your wealth, even though the wealth will have a time ticker on it and prevent it from being transferred and has to be used within 30 days or so. Father, this is a time when people's desperation will will wipe them out, and we know this. And so in this period of time, this twilight before the darkness truly settles in, we pray for the strength of the many out here in this army of Christ 
to engage more, to be more bold in our position, to speak the truth into the world, to wake people up and to shake them from their sleeping slumber, to quit being afraid and to teach people that we are mighty in number and mighty in you. And though numbers are important, at the same time, we're reminded of Gideon that only ended up with 300 that toppled an entire army. So, Father, we also pray for the strength of this remnant, a reminder in this remnant that numbers matter not, that true faith is what matters and what we must commit to, an absolute commitment to the walk with you, taking advantage of this time we're in to do our preparations as the war drums beat, taking time in this preparation to map out our plans to make sure that we're part of this exodus that leaves towards you, does not remain in Egypt. Rather, Father, this is a time when we must break from the system, band together, use these upcoming events like Bards Fest and our other connectivity to build connectivities and bonds with one another, to start finding and innovating new ways through your wisdom to overcome this mighty beast that wants to subdue us to its will and in so doing, become mightier in kingdom than we ever imagined. So, Father, we pray for the strength of will, and we pray for the clarity. We pray for the wisdom, and we pray for the calm of heart. Guide us in this hour, Father, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, this is an important time to appreciate who we really are. And it's been a great deal of reflection I've given to this and really understanding that, and I say this boldly, and I will tell you there's, fortunately I'm not the only one saying it. I'll just say it like that. Luke 10, 19 and John 14, 12 are major keys that unlock who God made us to be. I'll stand firmly on that before our Father. We are reminded that we have authority. We are reminded that not only can we do as Jesus did, but we can do greater works than he. And it's a very, very important point for us to embrace and to understand. I want to read here Hebrews 10, 11 to 13. Every priest stands daily ministering and offering time after time the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But he having offered one sacrifice for his sins for all time, sat down at the right hand of God, waiting for that time onward until his enemies are made a footstool, a footstool for his feet. Who do we think is going to make his enemies a footstool? It is us. This is our mission. This is our mission and always has been our mission to occupy, expand, and subdue. This enemy is toying with us, playing with us, mocking us, walking, watching us squirm and wither as we worry about, oh my goodness, how am I going to pay this bill or that? This enemy chides us because they know who God is. They know how mighty our God is, and they mock us because we don't, and they do. They shake their head in disgust because they see weakness when they know that God, our Father, is so great that they could not stand against him, and yet we cower at the, at the enemy. They think this is hilarious. 
They think this is foolishness and they have no fear of us because we haven't assumed our authority in heaven to stand here mightily in kingdom space, proclaiming our authority and allowing God to work through us in a mighty way. We doubt. We tell ourselves we shouldn't. We have doctrinal infection that tells us that this is the wrong interpretation. This is We must stay strictly to the word. And yet the words tell us otherwise. This is a time to embrace the glory of who God is, the perfection of who he is, the mightiness of what our God is. We have a living God, a God, a supernatural God that is can overcome all things. Nothing can stand before him. And he has told us no weapon forced against us so it shall succeed. This is the Father we have. Honor him. Stand boldly in him. Breathe into him. Ask him to guide you. Trust in his voice. Learn to hear it. There is no greater time than now. This is the hour. And from here forward, this week represents the beginning of the split. This week, if you're choosing to walk with God, you are now remaking history in a sense of walking a new exodus. That's where we are. And it wasn't an easy walk. Could you imagine being a slave, being laden down with your kneading bowl, and all of a sudden as you're trying to leave, being loaded on with silver and gold as they're trying to pay you to get out of Egypt? These people have told you in a very clear way. They did it in COVID, and now they're doing it again. Abide by my rules or leave. We want you not in our world. And I say, good. I don't want to be in your world. I never have been, and I'm not of your world. I'm of kingdom. I'm a child of the Most High. I'm a son of the Most High, which makes me a king. And in that sense, I don't need your world. And they mock, and they laugh, and they say, yes, but how will you survive without us? And I say, I will survive anything, because my Father is the Father that created all, and you cannot stand against him. And through me, as he works through me, you cannot stand against me. That confidence needs to be in every one of our hearts. And right now there's concern. Naturally, parents are out here worried about their children. How am I going to put food on the table? How are we going to pay our mortgage? How are we going to do this? There's so much fight in this fight yet. And yet what's important to understand is as this clock ticks and gets closer to that time in July when they're going to be rolling this out and start luring people in like they do every time, the Pied Piper starts to play his flute. And those that want the easy way will follow the Pied Piper and be drifted away. And they will, their fate will be sealed just like the children's fate was sealed. Don't let that happen. Because now is time that your own children need to see the strength and the resolve in their parents. Your family members need to see the strength and resolve of standing true to God. And if your family mocks you just as they did in COVID, remind them of COVID. And if that doesn't work, just smile and know that God is with you. This is the threshing floor moment for everybody that carries our Father in their heart. And it won't be easy. But this country was blessed to us by Father, and it was given away to them by us. We will get it back, but it's not going to get come back without a trial. Because to truly bring this country back is to bring it back in the true glory of what Father intended. That's not make America great again. What this is, is put God first again. That's what this country will represent. And as we put our hearts to that, 
God will reward it. And it may not even be in our lifetime. They wandered the desert for 40 years. The biggest issue and every question every one of us needs to have is, do we have faith? And how much faith are we willing to have to endure? And that answer should be infinite. Because we know that in this life, we have already been given life everlasting, but we have a mission to do, to keep our eyes on the cross, to never waver and never submit, never submit. And in the process, we will survive. We will overcome even greater, and we will ultimately win this war together with our Father at our side. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.